Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Business of Life Masterclass podcast. Guess what? It's the holiday season, and you may hear this introduction more than once because it is, you guessed it, the 12 days of podcast Christmas. So whether you celebrate Christmas or not, starting December 1st and running through December 12th, you are getting to hear some of the fan favorite guests we have with a few new wonderful inspirational guests mixed in. So hi, I'm Debbie Lundberg, performance coach with Presenting Powerfully. And I am Barb Zant, media sales leader and founder of the lifestyle brand and blog, The Stay at Work Mob. So as we roll through and appreciate all of you, we are thankful, we're appreciative, we have gratitude. And as Thanksgiving becomes the beginning of December, please know that you will have 12 wonderful, exciting, 25 minutes or less inspiration to learn about through the Business of Life Masterclass podcast. So as we like to say, listen, choose, do. Thank you and enjoy the holiday season. Hello, hello, everyone. So are you wondering how to make your mark, make a change, be daring and get something not only started, but fully launched? Well, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast, the show for people who thrive on opportunities, drive to get to results, and seek input and ideas to quickly incorporate in life and in business. And with that, hello again, it's Debbie Lundberg, author and founder and CEO of Presenting Powerfully. Barb Zan here, media sales leader, founder of the lifestyle brand, the Stay Up Work Mom, and fashion stylist. So, Debbie, it is quite intriguing. We have a new guest on the show who means a great deal to you, and I look forward to getting to know you, too. So thrilled, Barb. This is my leader friend. Yes, she's a friend and a leader to me, and she is the CEO and publisher of the Tampa Bay Business and Wealth Magazine. She was former president and publisher of the Tampa Bay Business Journal for nearly 11 years. She's a long a longtime media professional with more than 30 years of experience. Now you're looking at her. Do you believe this? Yeah, I not doubt it. at all. Not if you can see her, folks. And she was the first female publisher in the, in the newspaper's 40-year history. Wow. Trailblazer. She has worked in almost every aspect of the media business, from writing for a daily newspaper to buying advertising as a media buyer for ad agencies and everything in between. She's run successful sales departments in both print and broadcast positions, which you can relate to, Barb. Absolutely. As well as she's an award-winning news team. She's had an award-winning news team across both platforms as their leader. She is a seven-time winner of the prestigious Eagle Award, an annual competition within the Business Journal's parent company in Charlotte, North Carolina, and that's where the Business Journals are based. So for the community, whew, get ready for this. She is a gubernatorial appointment as a trustee for the state for St. Petersburg College. She's on the board of directors emeritus for the Spring of Tampa Bay. Cast chair of the American Diabetes Association Step Out Walk to Stop Diabetes. And a CEO's Against Cancer Florida chapter member, as well as the gala chair for this year, so for 2020, an evening to remember on May 2nd, this will benefit the Alzheimer's Association. She was the St. Petersburg Chamber Businesswoman of the Year in 2011 and the best mom of the Bay for 2012, which I bet is, I bet is her favorite. It is. She's the mom of three beautiful 24-year-olds and is proud to be a Florida Gator. Get ready to be inspired by this dynamo. 
Bridget Bellow. Welcome, Bridget. Thank you. Welcome, Bridget, and thank you for being here. Before Debbie gets started on our interview, we like to ask something that might be unusual or defining about you for some reason that if you don't get to share it here, our group wouldn't know about it. Sure. So um, I'm a pretty open book, and I speak all the time, and I can't think of anything specific that I have left out in the past. People have heard me speak. I'm, I'm very transparent. But the one thing that I thought of when I was preparing for the interview was that people would be surprised that I still, even though I've spoken in front of hundreds of people, thousands of people actually, hundreds of different times, that I still get nervous. And I'm, I'm nervous right now. My business partner always says, why are you nervous? Nobody knows your story better than you do. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just nervous. <laughs> but someone told me once, and Debbie and I have talked about this, that if I stop getting nervous, I should stop speaking in public. Yes. So I'm okay with it. Agree. Nerves mean that you care. Yeah. That's good so. to know because I'm always nervous when I publicly speak as well. Mm -hmm. oh, good. It's a, it's a good thing. It means you're <laughs> on your game and that you care about the audience. So wonderful thing to know about you that we're all in that. All right, so we are moving on to what we call the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast 4. These are the four questions we ask every guest on our show. Bridget, so you ready? Sure. All right. Well, number one, and I, I know a little bit about this <laughs> because Bridget is an open book. So what time do you get up in the morning and what's your daily routine for getting your day started right for you? For me, it's different than a lot of people. It does not start super early. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not the early bird catches the worm girl. I'm the night owl girl. And so usually get out of bed around 7.15, sometimes snooze till 7.30. I get up and check my phone to see what I've missed. Typically, I've been sending emails until who knows what time of the night or morning <laughs> or the night before. So I'm getting all you crazy people that get up at 5 <laughs> responding to me. And so I have to check that. So, yeah, I'm in yeah. there. Oh, and I pay attention. I'm like, really? Why are you awake at 5.16 in the morning? I mean, it's like, laugh um, so social media is a big part of, of me personally and also of what I do. So I have to check the social media in the morning. When I finally get myself out of bed, I head straight for the fridge and grab a monster. <laughs> I think you have a monster now. I have a Red Bull. <laughs> I okay. up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so different energy drink. Different energy drink, but still an energy drink. Okay. And I make a protein shake that I stick in the fridge until I walk out the door. And I feed my two wonderful puppies breakfast. And uh, get in the shower and go to work. Can't forget those puppies. Can't forget the puppies. No, they're so cute. Thank you. All right, so different. You're not the first. We 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 love hearing these routines because it reminds us to not stay regimented so much in what we're doing and give other things an opportunity to work as well. So all right. So then, what's something other than that morning routine? where you wonder about us crazy people getting up early, <laughs> that you believe other people would do, it would set them up for additional level of success. In other words, what is your extra um, Bridget? So, also probably not popular. Um, I stopped looking for balance a long time ago. It doesn't exist. And um, so I, I, I work hard and I play hard, and you know that. Mm -hmm. um, it, I work almost every night at home and almost every Saturday and Sunday. Um, Monday mornings are always really entertaining because I get all the responses from Saturday and Sunday mm -hmm. all on Monday morning. So <laughs> that's all I do is reply to people's emails on mm -hmm. Monday mornings from my weekend work. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yes, I lack balance, but I love what I do. Mm -hmm. And I think when you love what you do, it is a work, and you want to do it. 
you know, and it doesn't matter if it's Saturday or Sunday or after five. So I think a lot of other people should love what they do. I think it makes a big difference. Yes. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that as well. I know I see Barb smiling and making some great notes. So thank you for that. And you're right. If people would love it, I don't mean to sound corny. It's just that if people enjoyed what they did more, they would be less paying attention and criticizing other people. Absolutely. At the core, I believe that. And it's contagious. And it is. tell when you love what you do. They can. Absolutely. And it shows all of, I can't tell you how many people have said in the last couple of years since I've started my own thing. Oh my God, you look 10 years younger. Did, what did you have done? You know, or you, I'm like, I didn't have anything done. I don't need anything done. <laughs> Thanks um, for thinking that I did, though. <laughs> Thank you. So, yes, we wear it. We yes, wear it. we, we sure do. And love what we have. So, who or what has been the biggest influence in your life, your success, and your continued focus on making your life all that it is? And importantly, what have you done with that influence? Okay, so big question, multifaceted. Um, the who is not a single person. It's my mom. It's my kid. It's my husband. My, as I affectionately call him, work husband, also known as business partner. Um, they all have a tremendous amount of, of influence on me and, and how I work and why I work. Um, I never want to let any of them down, and I always want them to be proud of me. That's a driving factor. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the what, I have a big fear of failing, and I always have. And hmm. that translated into staying married too long because I didn't want to fail in that either. It translated into staying at the business journal too long because I didn't want to fail at that. So um, it, it's a big part of what drives me. Um, I didn't set out to be influential or to be an influencer, but I certainly learned that I have a big voice and um, I have a great platform. And so what I've done with the success is try to have a big voice about things that matter, um, stopping domestic violence. Ending Alzheimer's, um, being a, a megaphone for this region and, and economic development here and recruiting people here and um, just what, whatever I feel like is something I can make a difference in as well as that. Mm-hmm. And it shows. And your, your talk about, in the last question, about what you love for work and your, you and Jason Baker are so supportive with Tampa Bay Business and Wealth of so many organizations and it's appreciated and it's noticed. I hope you know Thank that. You. You're that's, welcome. You know, that's lovely to hear. And it's not because of the notice that you know we do it, but, but it is nice to hear that. We were at an event the other day, and there they were as the sponsors, which was for American Heart Association. And it was a really a, an understated and very appreciated experience. And we got a chance to talk about that, that you guys just really believed in it. And it wasn't for the flash because there wasn't, there wasn't a ton of publicity. It was a private event. Well, again, my, my mom had uh, emergency heart surgery. They split her open seven and seven surgeries in six and a half hours. Um, so it's just another one of those things that I'm passionate about. And the more things touch us in our lives, the more we want to do something about mm-hmm. it. So. Well, it's noticed. Thank you. So, Bridget, shifting gears a little bit, our series and ultimately our masterclass focuses on the positive and how to move forward. What is a don't or something you wish you hadn't done or something you wish others wouldn't do because you see that it's holding them back? So I honestly, truly believe that everything that happens in our lives and every choice that we make is for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so I I always say I have no regrets. I mean, are there things I wish had gone differently? Sure. Mm -hmm. But I think that it was my pathway to where I am and, and I love where I am. So... There isn't anything that I would change or not do again necessarily. 
I am pretty risk averse, and that held me back for a while. I know, look at your face. <laughs> you can see my face. It's another, like, what? another shocker. Um, <laughs> I, I wish I had taken that entrepreneurial leap sooner. Okay. But again, I believe that everything happens for a reason and that I didn't because I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Yes, absolutely. Anything, do you think that other people are risk averse and they're hoping that something will change, but if they would make that step, absolutely, they could make it happen? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So my, my mantra now is just do it. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. I think we're right there yep. with, with you. So good. All right. Well, Bridget, thank you so much. Those are our four questions. And I know Barb is beaming with ideas of what she wants to share. I can tell. <laughs> thank you, Bridget. Thank you for time. That was very generous. Thank you for sharing. And I took a couple notes in, in, in summary. You know, adjust your morning schedule. So make sure sometimes if I'm going to bed at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, I do adjust my morning schedule and it's a reminder to make sure that you know what you don't have to be so rigid where I get up at five every day and have three hours of sleep and there's no such thing as balance Debbie you've talked about balancing life balance and not you know work-life balance and it's it's liberating to um you know hear that and you know change the what you know the the chatter yeah because I say there's no balance it's all harmony how do you harmonize your life that's a great way to put it so if you think about music if a the drums louder, the singers quiet, it's still in harmony. It doesn't yeah. mean that balance is teetering and it's it's exhausting. It's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> and the harmony goes right into love what you do. Mm-hmm. And that is a thing you hear again and again, even with recruiting. If you love what you do, it is contagious and then you're all you know, studies show that you are also you have a happier home life as well. Sure. So that really resonates with me and be the voice of change. And Great words. And as you probably know, we do go back. And Debbie, are, are you willing to try some of these um, <laughs> things that I mentioned or others that might have resonated with you in a follow-through episode I will. coming up soon? I will. And as Bridget mentioned, that idea of risk adverse, I am I am risk tolerant. I'm very I was going to say not risk adverse. I'm not I'm risk, more adverse. risk adverse. For sure. And it does remind me that to, to know that some people – aren't who I might think are. So I so appreciate that because my husband doesn't mind my saying this. He's very risk averse and it, it's a nice balance for you. It, yeah. Well, it's a nice yin and yang, so yeah. to speak, because I feel like, what's up? this crazy. And he says, you come up with the crazy ideas. I have to figure out how to make it work. Yeah. And somewhere in the middle, it's enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would have giraffes and pandas at the house or something. <laughs> so knowing that is that reminder of, I didn't expect that of you, that you were risk averse. And so I like the idea of settling myself back and seeing people a little bit differently. So, yes, and adjusting the morning routine, which we've challenged ourselves with yes. in other times. So I'm right there with you. So thank you. All right. Well, Bridget, so sometimes you know, we've had a lot that we've said and, and shared in this little bit of time. Is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners that you didn't get to work in? So I'll do what I'm famous for doing, and I'll turn that back around on you. Okay. <laughs> what were you hoping I would share that I didn't? I, I, will, I know I just said it. I'm glad you shared that about the entrepreneurial side. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know it, and I won't belabor it. I'm glad that you shared that. And well, So in my previous life, I used to always say I have all none of the risk and all the reward, right? Because I got to run the market the way I wanted to run the market, and I got to take chances. And I, So I'm not... I don't know if risk averse necessarily is the right way to describe it. I was 
maybe I was just scared to be an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. And so as long as I was going to get new tech from Charlotte, okay. even if I made a mistake or if I made a mistake and I got sued, it was them that was going to have to deal with it, right? But that now part it's you. It. Now it's me. Yeah. <laughs> you and that works best, Jason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Bridget's husband, and, and you may or may not have gotten to meet Jose, but you mentioned him earlier, so I think mm -hmm. it's fair. So can you tell us just how you, you two came together? Uh -huh. I don't know that story. Yes, and I will not give you the long version, but okay. it, it's one of the things that I always incorporate when I speak now, as I say, always take the meeting, because when I first moved here, um, he was trying to sell me something, and the running joke is, boy, he sure did sell me something, <laughs> didn't he? Um, he was in the video production world, and he had an idea for the business journal that he had pitched to the person I replaced, and that person had kind of blown him off, and... Then he went back in while there was no one in the post and tried to pitch it to, who, God rest her soul, Angie um, Joseph, mm -hmm. who was mm -hmm. the circulation director at the time. And she said, oh, we've got a new publisher coming, and you're going you're gonna to love her. And, you know, Angie had a way about her. She was um, right. And, and, right? <laughs> and she said, her name's Bridget Hill. And he, when he tells the story, he tells everyone he knew right then and there. Just because he liked my name. <laughs> it's a good name. It, which, well, Bridget Fellow is a much better name. Even better. <laughs> even, even better. better. Yeah. Oh, well, good. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I like the short version. I I didn't know that, and I was thinking that. Now that you asked the question, I was thinking, I wonder if she's going to tell a story <laughs> about Jose. So I thank like you. that. Always yeah. take the meeting. Always, Always take, take the meeting. meeting. We've got another one. We've got another one. Well, thank you again, Bridget. So, listeners, Please know you can stay connected with Bridget on LinkedIn. Follow her on all social media, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Other her under her name, which we just heard, <laughs> so Bridget Bellow, or Tampa Bay Bellow, and at TBBW Magazine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook too. And follow those hashtags because I was fortunate to get to be at an event, and they started a new hashtag for that event, which was TBBW Connect. So if you Get invited to one of those events. Use the right hashtag. Uh, so if you get invited to that, it's under Tampa Bay Business and Wealth Magazine. Each month, that cover story comes and does a fireside chat with Bridget. So you can follow Barb and me on Instagram and Facebook at the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast. Barb at the Stay at Work Mom. And I'm Debbie Lundberg almost everywhere. So if you like what you heard, please, listeners, download more, download more, subscribe, and give us future ideas and updates of people you would like. If we've earned five stars, please share that. And if not, let us know what we can do to improve. So just stay tuned. We have huge appreciation for Bridget Bellow for joining us on this episode. And you know we'll have the follow through to let you know what we did with what Bridget shared. Because with Bridget and each of you, we certainly want you to be inspired. And she did that for us today. We appreciate everybody spending time with us on the podcast. Because this is the one, the Business of Life Masterclass, for people who are embracing life with every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in life and in business. So listen, choose, do. do.